This is CliffCentral.com. This show contains adult content. If you find it offensive, please go to the CliffCentral.com website where there's a show for you. Good morning to you and to you and especially to you. And uh, what a what a great, great, uh, great lineup we have today on today's show. Okay, have you ever seen the studio so far? By great lineup, you mean great as in like Alexander the Great with his armies. <laughs> yeah, with the armies. Yeah. Uh, we, we have a great show. This is the Unview where we're the thin... The thanks, rich. thanks for looking at me when you said that. <laughs> the rich, the rich, and the, and the fabulous. fabulous. But the most important thing is we never know who's that thin, who's that rich. Would be always fabulous. That's the way we do it. Um, we're going to be chatting about uh, the Sun Met happening in Cape Town. It's the biggest event of the year, one of the biggest events. Uh, we'll chat to Etienne uh, Kasuta, who is the senior global brand manager for GH Mum Champagne. Uh, Hussein Bolt is in town, um, the Olympian, and lots of. Insane things are going to be happening there. We'll talk to them. We've got the ABBA show all the way in studio, all dressed up. We'll chat to Hannah, Jenna, Zach, Andre from uh, from the ABBA show, which uh, rocked uh, Johannesburg by storm at the opening night last week, and they have been doing since all over the weekend. The Mousetrap has just come up from Cape Town uh, to rave reviews. Brilliant work. We're going to chat to uh, Matthew Lotter, Michelle Maxwell, and Marco uh, uh, Wader, Winter. 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 Winter, thank you, Mark. Winter, winter. Just get it, we must get it right. You know, yeah. ask a person's name before you go and. Air. You know, the heat in the summer has been so ridiculous. That Shut up, you messed fool. up, Alan's brain. <laughs> At least we've got before. a bit of, of cool marks in the in, marks in the house. And then um, we went, uh, Nathan and I, off to see um, James Morrison uh, at Monte Casino. He's going to be in Kirstenbosch on Saturday, and we're so I was blown away by the the opening act. Yeah, I the, thought I thought James Morrison was an interesting closing act, actually. Yeah, I, yeah I, was, I thought he was. I thought he was a, a great closing act for the Stone Jets. And they go off to Cape Town, so I thought, we have to get them in before they leave on Saturday. So they're in as well. <laughs> so we have got 10 people in the studio. It's going to be great. But uh, let's get the show on the road. Let's go off to... Um, to Cape Town to talk about the phenomenal Sun Met, which happens this weekend. Etienne Casuto, Senior Global Brand Manager for GH Mum Champagne. Welcome to the show. Good morning. Great to be with you. What a week. This is the event oh, of the what year. A week. The event of the year. Uh, oh, absolutely. It's been a phenomenal week and there's so many more surprises to come. It's going to be an incredible weekend, I can tell you that. We can reveal that, la- well, let me tell you, last year it was incredible when uh, we had uh, the heli- a black helicopter land in the middle of the race course. Hussein Bolt gets off the helicopter. He launches a phenomenal new champagne. Uh, this is last year. He then ends up, because he does this on the side, DJing for the party. Now, we're talking about the Olympian, the fastest man in the world. And then, of course, Miss Universe walks in. Miss World walks in. Dynamo, the magi- <laughs> magician, walks in from, from – it was – just unbelievable and this is what we expect from from Pernod Ricard uh, Etienne tell me about uh, what we can expect this year oh well you know we last year we sure had a cracker and we had uh, our chief entertainment Usain Bolt come down to South Africa for his very first time ever he had never been to, to South Africa and mm-hmm. I can tell you he had the time of his life um, I, I spoke to him a couple of months ago in, in France actually when we were doing some some shoots over there all he had in mind was was Cape Town South Africa and how he really wanted to come back and so we made it happen. I can tell you that uh, he's been uh, incredible, incredibly excited, and he is landing today in South Africa, uh, in Johannesburg. We're together in Johannesburg uh, with uh, our chief entertainment officer, then Usain Bolt, for GH Mum today for a big global announcement. Uh, it's not just him coming to South Africa for, for any reason. 
He's coming down as the global announcement of a new new project we started together uh, with uh, between Mum and Usain Bolt two years ago. And so we're doing a big, big announcement today uh, in Johannesburg. And of course, this big launch in at the SunMet celebrated with Mum on Saturday in Cape Town. So we'll be covering that wonderful event. We can't wait to the, – the, at the Maslow here in Johannesburg is the big announcement. Uh, can, can you reveal some of this announcement to us? Or not yet? Well, uh, it needs to be announced. Well, <laughs> well, we're announcing the big surprise uh, tonight, and I don't want to take away from uh, from Bolt himself. You know, I don't want to get in uh, get in trouble with him. I want to make make sure that he is the one announcing this project that we that we we've, we've done uh, together with uh, the Maison Moom and uh, and him. But, but if you announce, uh, I can tell you, it's been the collaboration for for two years now. We've we've created something together, um, and uh, so the announcement will be tonight. And uh, he's coming down from uh, from from Jamaica, actually uh, flown directly from Jamaica to be in South Africa this weekend. And what we can expect this weekend at the at the Sun Mets with Mum is really uh, again a weekend of sure. amazing Insanity. festivities, Crazy. more surprises, uh, amazing races, and uh, it's going to be a crazy party. Uh, it's an added to that, of course, uh, a lot of local uh, personalities will be wined and dined by you. Yes, we'll have uh, all of the creme de la creme, I think, of, of South Africa. Name some people. Uh, a few internationals. Well, we have our mum, uh, our mum squad, we call. You know, uh, we've got our, our master ceremony, Mini La Mini, who will come down from from uh, from Johannesburg as well to Cape Town this weekend. We have Muzi Mabena. We have um, uh, we have Somizi who will be there as well. We have tons of of South African celebrities. Will be attending. You know, it's been uh, it's been quite something trying to trying to manage the guest list this year. Last year we made a we made a thing a big impact, and uh, we've had a, a lot of requests to be uh, to, to be uh, to be at the Mumpara Club this weekend. Um, unfortunately, we can't accommodate you know everybody. We wish we could. We wish we could have a, the the entire race course become the Mumpara Club in the future, but it's going to be an incredible event. I can tell you that. Etienne, uh, I want to congratulate you. You move off uh, after five years uh, uh, in this particular role. You've been here uh, for 20 years. You're, you're a French South African. Uh, and, uh, and you move on to become the senior global brand manager in France. Congratulations. What, what a way to, 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 to carry the flag all over the world. Thank you. Yeah. And, you know, I think it's a testimony of what everybody's doing here in South Africa and, and the impact that we're having globally. I think it's phenomenal to see a lot of uh, a lot of South Africans going overseas to to really kind of fly the flag uh, with the great great work that's been done in South Africa. It's testimony to to how you know South Africa is really leading the way in in a lot of things today. Etan, I'm going to leave you there. Uh, we'll be playing uh, that announcement next week, uh, and also the in some of the interview we did from last year with Hussein Bolt. That'll be happening next week on the show. Uh, we look forward to seeing you on Saturday. And of course, if you're not in that particular paddock. You know, it's there's general access everywhere. It's still going to be a huge rave. Uh, you can gamble your life away. Every Lebanese person will be there and Greek, so that's a good thing. I'll see all my cousins, which is, is always excellent. And uh, and of course, it's fabulous and all the designs and it's it's at a new level. Uh, since you guys have taken over sponsorship with Sun International and uh, Investec, it's gone to another level because it was really. I'm not being ugly. It wasn't great before, so it's it's a whole new thing. It's the oldest horse race in South Africa. It's like going off to to. Um, Scott. So, uh, Etienne, thank you for joining us. We'll chat to you, thank you. soon and uh, do some more interviews next week. Thank yeah, you very much. Yeah, I was very excited to announce uh, Bolt's next victory tonight. So Can't wait. Look to, out. We'll look out for that. And, of course, Sia will be coming on behalf of Gareth Clough uh, for the morning show tomorrow. And, then of course, we'll pick up those interviews. And that is uh, uh, Etienne Casuto, the Senior Global Brand Manager for GH Mum Champagne. Don't miss the race. I was going to say, had he announced it here, it would have been...
the first time a French South African has beaten a Jamaican <laughs> at anything. You're such a corn dog, you know that. I know, but really it was are. worth a shot. How are you? I'm well. I'm very well. Thank you. Love's I'm good. excited. I'm excited to get through all I these guests. I want to get through all this stuff today. Yeah, don't it's forget so cool. about them. You know this big crowd of people in front of you? Hannah Pocock, Jenna Ball, Zach Coombs, and Andre Benneker. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you. Yay. Is that correct, actually? The yes. names? Because he's, he's not great with names. I, I, so. I got it all right. <laughs> yeah. I, so, so, Hannah. Yes. You play an, uh, Agnita. Yeah. Okay. And, of course, uh, uh, Jenna Ball, you play Frida. Yes. And then uh, Zach Coombs, you play Benny. I play Bjorn, yeah. Oh, sorry, Bjorn. Bjorn, sorry. I made a mistake there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. He's been Bjorn again. <laughs> and, <laughs> and Andre Venica, you play Benny. That's right. Andre, yeah. you're from Kempton Park. Kempton Park. Traveling the world <laughs> in, in, with Showtime Australia playing uh, this phenomenal role. I didn't even know Australia had a Kempton Park. <laughs> <laughs> They're getting one soon. <laughs> At least you have a studio audience that lasts at you. <laughs> so, um, so that's incredible. And how did you get into this role? How did you get to do this? Well, I've been involved with Showtime since last year. I was involved with the Tina Turner tribute show. And mm-hmm. then end of last year, I got the call to you know, from management to ask if I would be interested in playing the role of Benny. And I was like, yes, definitely. Always been a fan of ABBA's music. And yeah, it would be it's absolutely a dream come true. Do you guys ever hear from from the likes of ever? Do you ever do they see the show? Do they write about it? Do they? Do you, have you had? Have you met them? No, no. We wish. I'd, we'd love to meet them. Yeah. Um. I don't know if they've they've heard about us, but um. Yeah, that would be the ultimate goal. I think to yeah. to meet the the real thing. Yeah. Why do you love their music? I mean, they are they are they're, they're timeless. I think the thing about the music is that it's so. It's so much fun to play, and everybody loves to dance to it. I think that's the main thing, the essence that gets everybody involved. And it's such a universal acclaim. I mean, the ABBA movies were just released this year. Uh, um, yeah. it, it, it just seems to reinvent itself all the time. So, and mainly, it's just about fun. It's an interesting movie when you saw Meryl Streep and Sher. And then, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Sometimes when you you really want to sell, <laughs> like you, you don't have enough billions. Let's make more. <laughs> Um, this is not like the Mamma Mia show that we see on Broadway or we see on um, on the West End. No, no. Uh, this is different. Mm. Tell me why. Um, because we are replicating ABBA. We're trying to take people back to the time when they saw them perform mm. live on stage. Um, and it's yeah, it's just it's about sort of them, but keeping it modern. But yeah, it's not the musical side of it um, as in musical theatre it's just very much like bringing ABBA alive and we replicate the costumes and I, I, I saw the show it is fantastic and I love the, the word is not impersonate it's emulate mm. and it is and I think you emulate them very very well mm, um, and I think it's it's you know if you're an it is the crowd goes crazy. Yeah, okay. yeah. It's, and you can't, you it's can't, hard not to go crazy. And it's hard music. not to go to go mm. crazy. Um, now it's uh, it's before nine fifteen, and we do this with everybody. From we, we really have seriously from from Engelberg Humperdinck on the line right through. To, we make people sing. Uh, sometimes the telephone telephonic singing doesn't go very well. But we have you live in the studio, so I want Hannah, Jenna, Zach, Andre to take us into a beautiful song. Are you ready for this? Yeah. Yes. Are we ready yeah, to start? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good day, everybody. Good morning to you. This is CliffCentral.com, and this is The Unview with Honey Honey, The Abba Show. One, two, three, four. Honey Honey, time. 
Zach, uh, you're uh, playing Bjorn, yeah. and uh, you know I ask this question because I think it's, it's so fascinating. Do you get into the character when you do you research them? Yeah, um, with, with do the you days watch the dockies and yeah, stuff. Yeah, watch the documentaries and stuff. And with the days of YouTube, it's actually easy mm. to access all the live footage of him running around on stage. He was actually a very active person up on stage, and uh, it's fun to play him. Definitely much so. Do you get the do you get different responses around the world as you travel? Uh, yes, we do. Tell me about them. Yes. Okay. Um, well, South Africa is so much fun. Mm. We love coming here because they're like wild, and we love whooping, cheering, all that kind of thing. Uh, we've just come back from doing New Zealand. They were insane as well. Um, the the general feedback tends. Have you done to the Asian countries? Some of the Asian countries. Not yet. Not yet. I think yeah. they're, they're maybe on the cards. Yeah, that'd be yeah. so cool. Yeah, yeah they would love be. To. Mm. We'd love to. Um, again, Canada go crazy, crazy for ABBA. Anywhere you go, really. I don't think we've ever had a, an audience that um don't get involved or are quite tame. We like them when they're yeah. you know wild and shouting things dressing out and up. dressing up and singing and dancing. Ooh. We love that. When we get energy from the crowd it, it gives you know it gives us that energy too, you know, it's it, we can feed off them as well. Um uh so now it's so cool because you're at Empress Palace. Yes. And it's right close to you where you were born. Yeah. Okay. Do your family come and watch you? Uh, my family's coming this coming week, actually. Okay. Yeah. All right. And is it watch. <laughs> <laughs> have they seen you before? Yes. Okay. Oh, yeah. uh, they saw you in the Tina Show. Yes, they have, yeah. But, I mean, it must be so cool that all your mates are, go, are like, well, I mean, you, tra- you just came mm. from New Zealand, Canada. I mean, it's, it's incredible stuff. Yeah, the friends. I've got great support from you know, my fellow musicians in South Africa and friends always come and support. So. Did, was, this yeah. your, was this your dream to do something like this? Yes. Or what was your ultimate I think, dream? Um, you know, anything relating to the music industry. Like, I'm, I'm mostly a jazz pianist, so I'm mm. not really a singer, dancer type person, but um, anything related in the music business. Um, I think that's always been the dream. I've never wanted to do anything else besides music. And how old were you the first time that you, um, that you, that you decided this is what you want to do? I was about seven years old. I know exactly when I was seven I was going to be a musician, and no one changed my mind. And uh, I mean, you had your tough times. You're like, okay, maybe you should do something different, yeah. but maybe never. there's no yeah, money. I, I there's no m- I'm poor. I'm li- sleeping in my car, <laughs> <laughs> struggling actors and musicians. That was Roxette. <laughs> <laughs> sleeping in their car. Yeah, yeah. Like, how many people sleep in their car? <laughs> have you slept in your car? Of 
course. <laughs> I've been to festivals. I am, I am, <laughs> I I am tenting with the drug addicts. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, that's a, that's a bit overshare. Um, so, and, and ladies, um, has this been your dream? You're both from the UK. Where are you from in the UK? Um, originally, I'm from Kent, down near London. Um, I'm from the north, near Leeds. And how did you get into this? I mean, how did that, that cost you? How did this happen? Um, well, for me, I'd, I'd started doing ABBA probably about seven years ago. And um, I'd met Hannah, who was already part of the show. And when they wanted, um, they needed a new Frida, um, you suggested me, didn't you? And, so yeah, when you were saying you were doing ABBA, you were doing a solo? Um, I'd worked in other ABBA groups. Like, okay. I'd been doing ABBA for a while. For a while, seven years. Yeah, I was going to say, did she do all four? <laughs> That's impressive. Yeah, that That's a lot child. of wig changes. <laughs> And how many times, how long have you been doing ever? Um, I've been with Showtime now for six years. So six, seven years, the 13 yeah. years between you. Uh, yeah, so, um, yeah, it's... Uh, and what's your favourite ever song? Do you know what, it depends what mood I'm in. What mood are you in right now? I'm in a happy mood. <laughs> okay, so, so I will mood? probably say um, Mamma Mia, I just... Okay, alright, well, you know what, now you're opening yourself. You opened the can. So let's do... <laughs> I know that... Can we can we have a little bit of it? Yeah, yeah, yeah sure. Sure. I love this. Yeah, let's go. question for them have you guys managed to stay out of the love triangle or in this case love <laughs> love square i knew this question was gonna well yes. up yes it's you part of abba's history yeah. it is part of abba's history yes we've managed to stay professional with the whole All thing so. Time. so you're doing better than the originals basically <laughs> yes uh, you Fantastic. can say that yeah <laughs> when you think about them uh, they are seriously they were like the awesome foursome and I mean that not just in some other terms but if you if you, if you think I've got other guests that are sweating in the studio wait till we get to you questions are much more interesting but um, but you think about that dynamic and you think how they started uh, what do you love about their history in the beginning what, what, what piece of information have you found out um, that you that the audience that our audiences may not know Ooh, um, I think it's just that the, the fight for it like mm. Benny and Bjorn I know um, wrote music together for many years before ABBA got together um, I love the fact they were kind of all successful in their own right first they weren't just nobodies who got who got a group together like Agneta was known she'd done a lot of successful work before ABBA um, so when you then put the four of them together it just became like an absolute powerhouse mm. they knew the industry they knew what they were doing and I think mm. that's why they conquered it 
Yeah, my friend's a DJ at home and he always loves to tell me, oh my goodness, have you heard the Frida dance remix? Apparently <laughs> she does like a dance song. Yes, yeah, as well and everything. Like she's done dance records and he always plays How it. old are they now? I mean, they're in the 60s. 60s, 70s. Yeah, 60s, 70s. I mean, I think people think of them as, but they were like, late 20s early 30s when they mm. started at us I mean they'd already had a career mm. before that so hmm. interesting stuff eh? mm. and uh, and do they speak oh the boys do because they they, they, they produce stuff together I think they yeah. still do I think that was another another thing as well is I've, I've heard some interviews with Agneta and she says everyone thought we really fell out and that we didn't like each other and all this kind of thing and yeah probably had their moments where they were like Oh, you know, when you spend so much time with someone. But um, I think, she, you know, for her, mainly they said that she became a recluse. But I don't think she did. I think she just decided that I don't really want to be in the public eye as mm. such. And I just kind of want to go in and live my life without it all over the papers and stuff. Yeah, I watched a documentary and she said that her and Bjorn, because of the kids, they, they meet up every Christmas yeah. and mm. spend time as a family together. They might not sit so, around the piano and sing ABBA, but yeah, <laughs> I think the they paper, still get the on. The papers <laughs> like to make it. Of course they do. They're, They're probably sing Wham. Now, <laughs> most, most people Wait, Christmas. If they were here, I would ask them the question. But I'm going to ask you the question, because it's a long time you've been doing this. People hear you in the Ebba show and then all of a sudden you're sitting around a piano in a home or you don't really want to sing ever, do you? Or do you want, do you want to sing other things? Uh, I think, yeah. I, mean, we, I would imagine, does ever want to sing their songs all the time? Does Barbara Streisand really want to continue singing people? I mean, or does she want to like, like, do something different? Does she want to sing a Carol King song, for example? Like Andre said, like we're all uh, musicians and performers um, and we we love doing all kinds of music um you know we we love performing abba but yeah we do we love to perform other stuff too um and we have different interests as well and different musical um and when we're doing sound check at the theater we sometimes <laughs> like to just sing anything yeah a bit of george <laughs> michael you know really do they yeah uh yeah I, i'm kind of like a musical jukebox sort of thing <laughs> i you? just play random stuff i think we Broke out a Backstreet Boys song. And there's really? Bar- oh, Barbie Girl as and well. And Barbie Girl oh, yeah. as well. <laughs> oh, you want to hear that? It's That's hilarious. They're so good getting it. Barbie Come on. I open the door. Oh, oh, everybody. Barbie Girl. Oh, Barbie okay, Girl. Um, <laughs> oh, no. I got you. This is so cool. Hannah Poco, Jenna Ball, Zach Coombs, Andre Benica. Go with I'm a Barbie Girl. No, no, no. One, two, three, four. I'm a Barbie Girl in the Barbie world. You can brush my hair, undress me everywhere. Imagination, life is your creation. Everyone Come on, Barbie, let's go party. 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 Wanna go for a ride, kid? Jump on in! You have no idea what you've just opened up. I'm <laughs> loving it. I'm loving it. While we have some time, what's another one? Let's go with it. Come um, on. Aren't they also um, Swedish? Hey, can you do Backstreet Boys? I, 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 the bo- I want Backstreet Boys. Backstreet, I, want, I want to see Backstreet Boys. Backstreet Boys. I want to hear Backstreet Boys. Everybody. One, two, three. Everybody. Yeah, yeah. Ha <laughs> ha!
<laughs> oh my god, we're back again. All right, all right. We can carry it on right. if you want. Oh, he is going to. I'll be I'll be middle aged Nick Carter. <laughs> This is the unview. You never know what you're going to get on the show. Oh, yeah, yeah, I, I'm, uh, we're going we're gonna to get uh, some new guests in and we're going to come sure. back to you guys. Uh, but we're, 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 uh, everyone knows we're singing thank you for the music at the end. We all sing it together. We're all grabbing our mic. Get ready for it. Um, the Abba Show is happening at Empress Palace. It is really, really great, actually. Yeah. And uh, I've got to tell you, if you love the music and you want to have fun, it's, uh, people must do You know, <clears throat> I just think to myself, VH1 is cool and a CD is great. But um, to see live music... And dance with other people and go crazy. I think that's that's a jewel of performance. I think and that's the essence of the music. Essence, really, yeah. is to actually see it done live mm. and, and um, listen to proper proud to do it live. Yeah. yeah. Love you guys. Thank you very much. We're going to get you in a moment. Uh, Hannah Pocock, Jenna Ball, Zach Coombs, and Andre Benica, who star in the Abba Show. Off you go, and you. the mousetrap comes in. Helen just split up. Just split in up Abba, like, just like Lovely. that. Later on in the show, we're going to have the Stone Jets. Uh, they opened for James Morrison, and uh, they're, they're, yeah, they're, they're really cool. Everybody's sitting down. Grab a microphone. Grab a headphone. This is how we do things. Thank you. Everybody sit down. This is fun. This is... Uh, thank you, for, and, and I want to just tell you if you if you if you are watching on our web uh, cams and uh, if you're on Instagram and stuff that you can see our, our videos, um, they're all dressed up by the way in their kit and they got up this morning and they did it. I think it was really great. Thank you for the effort. Love it. Love it when Showtime Australia gets all the, the Beatles dressed up and Freddie dressed up and Michael Jackson came in. <laughs> it's kind of crazy, isn't it? It's really good. It's also because they sent him to South Africa with one change of clothes, and that's it. <laughs> Big white boots and blue spandex. <laughs> yeah. And they look great. Um, on that note, uh, the, the Mousetrap is the uh, longest running stage show in the world, mm-hmm. uh, you know, on the West End in particular. It is based on uh, a famous uh, novel by Agatha Christie. Uh, some interesting facts that uh, I spoke about. Uh, you know, can you believe over 27,000 performances? 27,000 performances. And uh, Mark Winter, Michelle Maxwell, and Matthew Lotter join me in studio. They are in the mousetrap. Welcome to the show. Uh, welcome Good to morning. Thank you. Thank, morning. You. Thank you for having us. Did you like the Abba vibe? That was right. What a start to the day. How can they sing at this time in the morning? Yeah. It's, it's, it's it must have been up since three o'clock. I feel like we should be wearing our costumes or, you know, like yeah. we kind of feel a bit... Oh, these aren't them? A bit bereft, yeah. We in okay. mid-snow. Naked, yes. <laughs> okay. he's, he's playing Pinky in the Brain for I the mousetrap. Well, I just think it's nice murder mystery music, don't mm. you think? I feel like solving a mystery. Good. <laughs> yeah, it's nice. Uh, see, this is what you never know what you're going to get here. So, so Mark Winter, you have been, you're a veteran thespian, and of course, uh, you, you, you've come out to do the show. Um, Mousetrap, why? This, do, do, uh, how long have you been, have you, how many times have you performed this? Never before. This, this is, is my first, first outing with this particular play. Okay, because but I've been in five other Agatha Christie plays in mm. the UK. Well, why did I come out here? Well, my eldest son lives here in Cape mm-hmm. Town. Mm-hmm. He married a South African lady and um, last year, just in fact. So since he's been out here as a musician, um, my wife and I and my other two children come out every year. Mm-hmm. And I was here for his wedding last March and I happened to be at a lunch with the producer and he said, would you like to come out and do a play? And when he proposed this, it was a strange coincidence because 16 years ago, when Mousetrap was celebrating its 50th anniversary mm-hmm. in London, I was offered this very same part. Hmm. But I couldn't do it because I was committed to something else. 
And now, here we are, 16 years later... In South Africa. And yes, I am still old enough to play the part, because it's an older man. Um, here I'm playing that part of Paravicini, who's an Italian, in the, in the play. So, so the fates wouldn't let you not Exactly, it was meant to come my <laughs> yeah. way, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Tell me, uh, from your point of view, what is... For people that have never seen it before, because a lot of people haven't, it could have been on, it's been on, on uh, around for 50 years, but well, 66, 66 years, yeah. sorry, actually. But uh, if, now, if you think back on it, I mean, uh, why should people see the show? What, what, is it, what, is, what is so incredible about it? It tells a wonderful story. Mm. Um, it really gets you hooked because you do wonder who done it. But I think in our particular production, our, our director has focused quite a lot on interpersonal relationships. Mm -hmm. And I think, do, do you agree? Yeah, yeah, And yeah. I think that the characters have come out very nicely. Mm -hmm. And Agatha, whether she knew it or not, really wrote interesting interpersonal relationships. So it's quite rich. Mm -hmm. So you've got the storyline. We all look quite extraordinary because he set it in the early, in the early 60s. Mm. So we've got great costumes. The set is lovely. And the lighting looks really beautiful. So I think it's quite visually appealing, intellectually appealing, yeah. and emotionally appealing. And it's a th Can it's we a just th leave it at how it's was a that? murder mystery? Mm. Yeah, mm. it's a murder like mystery. Like Agatha Christie's really great at just plot. So yeah, yeah. you know, you, you almost can't do a bad production of of, of the Mousetrap because you you get in and it's all these incredibly strange characters, and you know someone's going to die and you know someone's done it, but you don't know the identities of who. So you spend half of of, of the show just trying to figure out what's happening, and the rest of it trying to see how all these pieces are coming together. And you say, oh, it's got to be this person, or it's got to be this person. And mm. and uh, when I saw it, and I was very fortunate to see it in in, in London before I did uh, did the production. I did the 60th anniversary six years ago, um, and I saw the play before. And and I said that the whole time going, I, 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 you've got to be able to figure out because it's, it's Chris. You kind of think that you know everything that she does mm. and how she puts things together. And she still manages to surprise. Mm. She was just a genius. She came up with a great twist. She has this wonderful uh, knack, actually, of writing a thriller, building up the tension. Mm. And then it reaches a certain pitch, and then she throws in a black comedy line, mm -hmm. which breaks the tension, mm. so she can start to build it up again, which is very interesting. Mm -hmm. And all the characters in the mousetrap, you said, why has it run so long? Well, they're, they're very richly drawn uh, three-dimensional characters. Mm. Sometimes they can be a bit two-dimensional, mm -hmm. but in this particular play, they are three-dimensional. Mm. It makes a lot of difference. Fleshed out. Somebody said to me, and I don't know if this is true, but the board game Cluedo mm -hmm. is based on... On this particular book, is it? I didn't yeah. know that. You know, obviously, with different, that's where they got the inspiration for it. Yeah, very well, possibly. I never got past snakes and ladders. Okay. Wings. The mousetrap. The scene is set when a group of people are gathered in a guest house, Monkswell Manor, and cut off by a snowstorm. And to their horror, there is a murder in the mist. Mm. Dun, 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 dun. Who can it be? Dun 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 dun. Uh, and one by one, the they've got a i mean if you've seen this is a very old old book i mean if it's, it's a 70 odd or 80 odd years old mm. but if you think about it, we've seen these movies in the in the past that 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 with, i think even susan sarandon was in one and um murder on the orient on the express, express. Yeah. we see this type of stuff well that, again another another christie yeah. yeah um but it, it, so clever to see that this is it's so relevant it's exciting and and that people from all ages can love it whether you love um, uh, you know, uh, these type of older type of pieces or not, because it's it's murder, it's thrillers, it's great. So let's talk about some of the roles that you play. Tell me about uh, Christopher Matthew, the oh. role you play. Who is Christopher? Tell me about him. Yeah. Um. <coughs> gosh, I mean, it's it's kind of difficult to talk about anything in the show without revealing. Don't reveal what's what's going to happen. Um, reveal the show. But, but no, what I, I can 
<laughs> I've seen it. I know what happened. Okay. Shh, say nothing. Um, uh, so the, uh, Christopher's a lovely character. I mean, there's he comes in. He's the first guest to arrive at, at the guest house. I mean, the, the one great thing about um, Mousetrap is it's. Um, I think, as, as Mark was saying, it it really is a lovely mix between thriller and, and comedy. And and it starts off with this this beautiful couple who are starting out in a guest house, and they're really excited to get the guests in. And unfortunately, they seem to have attracted the oddest, most peculiar set of people that come in. There, there's Christopher Wren, who is um, a bit of a fop. He's he, uh, everything. He just loves everything, and he's he's in love with the furniture and the setting, and and he just talks. Is it, is it very Matthew Lotter? Uh, no, actually, yeah. it sounds like it's based on Alan. <laughs> you know, actually, yeah, so it's a little bit of Alan thrown in there. You know, he's just sort of exuberant and takes over and and runs around the house. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I can't wait to see the show. <laughs> and then you've got you've got all these other other characters. That, uh, the great thing is that they're such strong characters, yeah. as Mark was saying, that they just can't help but collide with each mm. other. And that's the mm. really interesting part is seeing this this very strong, um, a, a really great female characters. I think which is is, is wonderful. Mm. Um, and a play that was written in uh, it went on stage in 1952, the same year that the Queen was was coronated. Um, uh, so it's been on for, for forever, and there's these beautiful female characters that are running mm. the show and, and uh, strong. Uh, and then Michelle Maxwell, Mrs. Boyle, mm-hmm. tell me about that role. Well, she she's an ex magistrate, mm-hmm. and um, so uh, what can I say about her without giving anything away? <laughs> she's she's basically nothing pleases her. Okay. She's critical of everything. Um, she's she's very strong, very moaning, very whatever. No, she's horrible in actual fact. She's really <laughs> horrible. But on the other hand, as with almost all the characters, she does have a denouement, if you know what I mean. Mm. So she, she she also has a surprising emotional something that happens. That's what I'm going to say. Michelle Maxwell years in the business. I'm afraid so. Or luckily so, whatever. A, a, a loved, well respected actress. So wonderful to have you with us. Thank you. Uh some of your greatest pieces that you that you can reflect on. I will start with my first um, acting role, which was in 1973, mm-hmm. and it opened this one of the, the earliest shows at the Space Theatre in Cape Town, which mm-hmm. is quite a seminal piece because it was the first non-racial theatre. Mm-hmm. So it had a lot, and Yvonne Bryceland and all these wonder Ethel Fugard, etc. I was in a two-hander with. The wonderful Bill Flynn, mm-hmm. if that rings mm-hmm. a bell. It was his 70th birthday, by the way, last week. Oh, yeah. Oh. God bless, bless him. him. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And we did a Tennessee Williams two-hander called Outcry. Mm-hmm. And then a thousand years later, in the early 2000s, I did Death of a Salesman with him, playing his wife, Linda Lohman, to his salesman. So those are lovely seminal mm-hmm. things. And I love playing, um, um, what's her name in Cabaret? Who is it? She's just left my mind, but she's... Sally Bowles. No, I didn't play Sally Bowles. I played the German woman, all that lovely Kurt Weilly stuff, you know? <laughs> I love it. I love you. Great lyric. I can't think of the character now, and she's so fantastic. Never mind. But that was wonderful to play as well. So uh, years so, of this, and it's wonderful yeah, to so be It's musical yeah. theatre and acting has kept me alive. Ah. What is your favorite song? <laughs> oh, no, 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 don't ask me oh. favorite songs. It's too, too vast. What's your favorite ABBA song? Too vast. No, oh. too vast. What's your favorite don't, don't, more general? Don't, don't. Huh? What, what, what is the first song you ever sang as a young girl? Que sera, sera. Ah. Oh. When I was... Do you know it? Do you know it? Let's see. Let's see. Thank you. 
Ladies and oh, gentlemen, okay. Michelle Maxwell, uh, this is... Yeah. Hang on. <laughs> Welcome to Cliff Central. Isn't this there the cool... Oh, dear. Uh, if you can hum it, that my mouth shut. When I was just... I'm going to sing it in another accent. Please, 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 please. I asked my mother, I said, little love, but I don't care, what shall I be? Will I be magic? Will I be free? I'm making up the words. This is what she said to me. Que sera, sera. Whatever will be, will be. The future's not ours to see. Que sera, sera. Did you, Michelle Maxwell? Did so you, the musical mousetrap. Uh, yeah, the music. Listen, I have to tell you musical, that yeah. every single person almost in this production can is sing. musical and can sing. I know. I know. I mean, really. I know. I've known Matthew. Yeah, you see. I've known Matthew for, for, for years. Yes. Mm. And and I don't give you, it away. No, no. But and you were still not work, that many years. You were still <laughs> not that many years. What is it like last year? <laughs> but, 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 but you were still uh, building, getting into the, yeah. into the industry. Yeah. Long time. I know. We said we had tea one day and we spoke about it. It's very interesting. But it's good to see that you're on the... On Still the, here. On the, yeah, yeah. Still here. Well done. Hang on. And good now times and bad times. I've seen them all in my dear. I'm still here. Now, Mark Winter, you're still here. I'm mm. still here, believe it or not. The West End. Came for a wedding, never left. Yeah. But I mean, <laughs> hold on. All over the West End. Tell me some of your greatest roles on the West End. Uh, Phantom of the Opera. Yes. Mm. Uh... Uh, Growl Tiger, Gus, and Buster for Jones and Cats. Mm-hmm. South Pacific, Emile de Beck. Sure. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, Professor Higgins in My Fair Lady. Mm. Best. Yeah. In fact, Shall I stop? Yes. That's enough. No, you shouldn't stop. You should start. Yes. You, sh- you should sing a song from My Fair Lady. Oh, oh. Yes. Like, why, why can't Part a woman be more like a oh, man? Oh, I couldn't remember that. It was, <laughs> it was years ago. That's a very complicated lyric. Yes. <laughs> But what a life. And it's, I'm so happy that, that you've brought the talent uh, and the experience to South African stages and to work with South African artists, um, younger people like Matthew, for example. I'm just saying it's wonderful to be able to learn. Yeah, from, it's from, amazing to work with. And he is such a mensch to work with. Mm-hmm. You have no idea. Because I've worked with quite a few That's people a that thing, come yeah. from London, you know, yeah. you know, mm. with all due respect. And it, it's another story. This is a true gent. Uh, we love that. That is uh, humility. I'll take time. my hat off now. I'll I? take my hat off. When you were sitting outside in the studio, he has like the, the, one of the most famous West End actors, and I'm busy. And I think he's the financial analyst for the show. After <laughs> us, <laughs> he's reading a book, and I'm like, "Oh, there's a financial guy. I'm sure he's okay." Right? <laughs> we're, we're singing, running around. Abba's jumping on it. Well, not jumping on us, you know. <laughs> but, yeah, anyway. The stone jet, and then here, there, all of a sudden, it's like, it's, it's, I love, I love that. Um, Mark, you look at the years in the business. What advice do you have for young people that they want to get into this business from around the world? Follow your dream. Mm-hmm. That's it, really. Um, follow your instinct and follow your dream. Um, don't mix with the wrong people. Don't do things just for show, because quite often that goes wrong, and then you're seen as an egotist without anything else you know um i think the old maxim um empty vessels make the most noise is very apt 
When you look at uh, at your career and some of the greatest people that you performed with, can you tell us uh, some of the special moments? Well, I think working with uh, Joan Plowright, Lawrence Olivia's uh, uh, wife, Lady Joan, Lady Plowright, mm-hmm. was quite sensational. I did a play with her at Chichester Festival Theatre. Mm-hmm. Uh, she played um, the World War I heroine um, Edith Cavill, mm-hmm. and she was sensational. And it was a tremendous thrill for me to meet Lawrence Olivia every night because he came to fetch her from the theatre. Mm-hmm. So that was really quite special. And he used to call everybody, hello, baby. How are you, baby? Really? <laughs> yeah. And she was just a joy to work with. Um, but I've worked with... Peter Wingard was a wonderful mm-hmm. actor. I believe he came out here to do a couple of plays some years ago. Uh, sensational actor. I did uh, a couple of Noel Coward plays with him. Um, oh, gosh, I've worked with so many people, it's very difficult to um, to actually pinpoint anybody. But I suppose as a, as a young person starting out, my very first play was in 1970 mm-hmm. in London. A wonderful play called Conduct Unbecoming, which was a film um, in the film Michael York played mm-hmm. the part that I played on stage but I still like him as an actor mm-hmm. and, <laughs> and uh, I think that was a tremendous springboard for me to be offered other roles following from that because it was hugely successful, I went to Australia with it for six months as well to uh, Sydney and Melbourne and uh, it, it's been such a wonderful, one, one springboard has led to another I've been very very fortunate but basically it came about through, a hit, through hit records, I mean the greatest uh, springboard for me was Venus in Blue Jeans, which has been a stepping stone to practically everything I've been offered. Mm. I think because the title is remembered by people, and uh, I think the other thing is, you asked about advice, is don't be afraid of challenge. Mm-hmm. Always accept challenge. You know, keep moving forward. You said your sons got married in Cape Town and you, and you came out. <clears throat> is it hard to be a father? Yes, <laughs> in a word. I mean, it's, it must be. Uh, sure, you were on the road. Yeah. Well, well, we have, I have to, my wife and I have three children, and um, they, as Michelle said, they're all musical, um, which is wonderful. But we we don't all, all get together and sing songs around the piano. I wish we did because they all play lots of instruments. Really, but they like to just do their own thing. But uh, they've made a, a career and a life from their music, which is wonderful. And uh, and I'm very grateful that music has uh, provided a great life for myself and my family. And it's also very satisfying and, again, constantly challenging. And, uh, of course, when, you, when your name's on the, the, the big lights on the West End, what an incredible – that's been an incredible feeling. Well, it is. But, you know, it's very strange because um, having had success as, as a, a recording artist in England and then I was offered this play, Conduct Are Becoming, and there I was in Shaftesbury Avenue with my name up in lights. And I was walking up there one day to go to a matinee, to, to play the matinee. And I bumped into a music publisher and he said, Hi, Mark, I haven't seen you for such a long time. What are you doing these days? And I was standing right beneath my name in lights on Shaftesbury <laughs> Avenue. Brilliant. So I just went, well, I'm there. And he went, oh, my God. It's a different avenue, you know, pop music, theatre, television. <laughs> they're all different avenues. So that was fun. Have you, have, you, have you ventured into film and television? A little bit. Not very much. I'm mostly a theatre actor. And you, is, that, is that your love, your first love? It is. It is because it's, it's, you, it's more communicative. You meet people. You get involved with – you work with some really nice people. Mm. And you share, you share all the time, which is which is very very important. It's a team a team thing, um, and also you start the job, and it's from A to Z. You can't make a mistake because you're mm. out there. You know, if it all goes wrong, you've got scrambled egg all over you. Uh, with with film and television, it's much more technical. I mean, I've done television and a little bit of film, and you're just at the the point of where you're going to emote or whatever, and suddenly a technical person will say, "Hang on, we need a half hour break. I've got to resolve that resolve that problem. Yes. We've got lights problem. We've got to change this. We've got to change that," and it stops you. Now that, of course, in film and television, is an art form in itself because you've got to then be able to come back at the level you were at before you were stopped. But I prefer theatre. 
Now, the ma- mousetrap starts at uh, Peter Turin's Monte Casino Theatre. Uh, that's uh, on the Sunday the 27th. Well, actually starts now. Previous tonight. Night. First yeah, previous tonight. tonight. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and, uh, but Sunday's opening. And uh, it's uh, it's going to be very intriguing. I think it's. Uh, I mean, the the reviews were phenomenal in Cape Town. Uh, great audiences. And how long was the run there for? Six weeks. Six, six weeks. weeks. Yeah. So you yeah. went through Christmas and all that. Yeah. 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 We got lots of young people. And the summer too. in Camps Bay. Yeah. yeah. Which is quite profound. Yeah. Which is very interesting it's to play dead of winter in the middle of dead summer. In yeah. South the place. Yeah. The place. Because we all come on snowed up, trying you know? to look cold. Yeah. Uh, I have to say, I've just remembered the character. Just for my sanity, can I tell you? Michelle Maxwell, please I do. have to. It was Fräulein Schneider. Oh, yes. Thank you. I just That's thought right. I'd share that. Well remembered. You, yeah, see, you, see, you see, actors do have a memory. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it started in 1970, okay. 1973, years in the business. It's, it's completely uh, brilliant. And uh, I, I really want people to go and see that. How long is it, uh, is it running for? Till 3rd of March, six yeah. weeks. Six good weeks to yeah. see the mousetrap. It's Agatha's Christie's, and it's it's. Uh, I, I cannot wait to see it. I kind of want to go tonight, actually. Do you want to go tonight? Yeah. I'll get you tickets to go. Thank you. The yeah. interesting thing is everyone's hiding something. Yeah, and you don't know what it is. Yeah, so yeah. everyone's a suspect. Who's a roll in, within a roll. Who's it having the fair? Kind of, kind of, <laughs> who's in the closet? <laughs> <laughs> who's doing this? It comes out during the play, but who actually is a nice person? We're going to chat to you guys in a moment as well, but uh, I'm going to ask you to flip chairs again. Uh, Mark Winter, thank you so much. It's uh, an honour to have him. Mm. Uh, are you a sir yet? No, I'm not. When no. are we going to make you? W- w- I don't know. I'm not. I don't know if I'm a fan of gongs, really. I really? think sometimes, you know, sometimes <laughs> they're like given swords. Sometimes <laughs> they're given to the wrong people. I think, why have they got an award? What have they done? Because, you know, in our business, you're very lucky if you're successful. It's mm. a bit of a vainglorious profession. Let's face mm. it. Uh, has, uh, over the years, have you had any of the? Have you had the Queen come watch you? Uh, uh, no, uh, I've had uh, Princess Diana and the two princes when they were younger mm. sat on the front row when I was playing Phantom, and they were the first people to get up when I, when I came in to take my call, which was really exciting. And you played Phantom? Yes, indeed. Sure. How cool is that? That is so cool. Yeah. <laughs> the only reason you didn't know that is he wasn't dressed like the Phantom when he arrived. <laughs> and he, and he's, he was dressed more like a financial analyst. That's <laughs> <laughs> role playing. Would, would you like to do a little note of it? Just, just oh, Phantom? Oh, no. Say you, say you love me It's a big sing waking. It's a big sing Okay, it is a big sing well, It's a big sing It's such an honour to have, have you really all in studio And of course yeah. veteran actress uh, Michelle Maxwell And Matthew Lotter uh, Thank you for being with us But we're going to do something fun a little bit later So off we go and Thank you the, I love you, you. I love it I'm so happy to have you be, you all here with us I mean it's so cool What a great show <laughs> My name is Alan Ford with the one and only Nathan Rowe And uh, this is uh, The Unview The Thin, The Rich and The Fabulous And uh, of course uh, we're on cliffcentral.com If you're listening live uh, We're also on the, 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 the video I The video things are moving It's all very interesting I don't know how it all works You never think that I'm a television and radio producer, but I don't know how the, <laughs> all the functionality buttons work. It's all very modern here at Cliff Central. Now, only the latest and greatest. Uh, only the latest. Just, I clap my hand and the thing moves. It's, it's very cool. Um, uh, we went together. You and my, you, we had quite a fun time. Yes, I was your plus one for James Morrison. I wanted to say that James Morrison is still on this evening, and then on he opens in Kirsten Bosch on Saturday. Uh, that is going to be just something so beautiful. So if you're off to Cape Town, uh, go and experience that. That's going to be so cool. Um, but um, it's always interesting because you're sitting in the Teatro, which is an 1800 seat theatre, 
and uh, and then an act, uh, uh, an opening act. And we don't see opening acts as we used to in the past. Th- those days are over, where you get uh, Lady Gaga coming out with a with a, you know opening acts. Someone opened for Whitney. Someone used to open for Michael. Somebody opened for um, uh, when the, the big stars came out. Yeah, they often bring their opening acts yeah. with them. Yeah. I mean, I never forget Little Sister opened, I think, for uh, Brian Adams. So it just so it was so great when you uh, we haven't seen it for years because obviously there's not money in, in, enough money, and then all of a sudden there to the stage arrives these three gentlemen from Cape Town, and they're called the Stone Jets. And <laughs> what did you say? <laughs> that uh, James Morrison was the closing act for them. Yeah. No. And well. The Wait, audience so, went mad. So man. I've seen I've seen the Stone Jets once before. Mm. I was I went for dinner at a place called Milk Bar in Ravonia, and um, there was this band playing. And you know, you walk past the band, and you're like, oh yeah, nice background music. Mm. But there's something about Given's voice that is so mesmerizing that you can't you it can't be background music ever. And his so. name is Given Kanyani. Hello. Um, how are you doing? I'm good, thanks. Welcome to the show. Thank you very much. I, 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 you know, I had to get you late yesterday afternoon because I knew that you guys were going off to Cape Town. So yeah. I'm so happy. We'll get you in more and more. Right. We'll get you all in more and more. <laughs> um, but uh, I'm so happy I was, we got to squeeze you into the program. So thank you for being with us. Thank and you for squeezing. Yeah, <laughs> at this weight and this, this last December holiday, I can't squeeze it in nothing. <laughs> but uh, on, on that note, uh, what a wonderful – and I want to welcome Manfred. Uh, closer. 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 Ah. Okay, I'm going to get it right. That was uh, closer. Not closer. It's closer. <laughs> okay. Uh, um, thank you for coming in. I know that your, your drummer's not with us today. But uh, the Stone Jets are here. And so, so given, you know what? The way we're going to do this is we're going to have to just open with a song. And the song is, I Can't Live Without You. And I want us to, to get the vibe to understand what you do. All right. And so this is what you did. You walked on stage and this is what happened. Remember, 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 
Where did we go wrong? Won't you tell me how did we go? Cause time, I don't let it be. I don't let it be. Oh, I don't let it be. Cause I can take it. I don't let me. I don't let it be. Oh, I don't let it be. Cause I can live without you. Remember. Baby, I can't live without you. Remember, remember. Hey, I can't live without you. That is, uh, I can't live without you. Stone Jets, thank you for coming to sing that. That is for all those people that are in relationships and finding. Difficulty with love Because you know what Sometimes you just can't live Without someone One right? thing I could not forget About your guys' performance You have a song I think it's Take Me Back or Oh Feeling Good Is it Feeling Good? Yeah. And the way you say The word back It's got a very special uh, Little back <laughs> Give us that Give you us got, that You got a click give us, give us that little piece <laughs> Feeling good Feeling good Was only five years back that's the one. Yeah, that is it. See, only in South Africa do you get like, oh, oh, back. The word back. Yeah, the click is silent, <laughs> but but not for you. <laughs> you found it. Given Manfred, tell us very quickly how did you how did the Stone Jets find one another? We were at a studio. Uh, we were recording some songs, and Manfred was the session guitarist. I had just written some songs thanks to a break. Uh, what you call it, a heartbreak. And then Manfred was like, cool, let's form a band. And there you go, Bob's your uncle. You wanted the quick version. Uh, yeah, that was yeah. really good. And how long has the band been going for? For six years now. Yeah, six years. Amazing. Yeah. I can't believe you haven't been on the show before. Promise me you're going to phone me, you're going to come. We're going to do a whole hour of like rocking and rolling here. I'm going to send you uh, some pictures because I've got your number now. Yeah, I, we'll communicate and then, obviously. We'll be back. I, I want you guys back, and I'm sorry that we could only give it. I wanted it just to experience it. I, 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 we were blown away. The audience was blown yeah. away, and I loved, I loved your original mu- music and your work. And I'm so sorry I haven't seen you, but I, I look forward to coming. Where do we find you? Yeah, you guys have some cool gigs coming up, aren't you? Playing yes. the gardens. Oh yes, we do. We are playing Kirsten Bosch. I love yes. it. Um, uh, in, uh, in in Cape Town, obviously, because there's no Kirsten Bosch in Joburg. No. Um, and then uh, with Emery today, we have Walter Sasulu. You've got Walter. Mm. Okay. Um, Botanical. Manfred, help a brother out here. Saturday, um, Kirschen Boss. Yeah, I well, just said that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Tonight, uh, Monte uh, Casino's last yeah. gig with James Morrison. Yeah. And then we'll Oh, yeah, be in Cape Town. Sorry, we've got a lot of shows in Cape Town because <laughs> obviously we're based there. Um, we've got Sir Thomas Brewery. We've got... Where, where do we find this information? Oh, stonejets.com. That's S-T-O-N-E-J-E-T-S.com. Stonejets.com. Yes. And that's www.stonejets.com. Yes. Okay, you see, that, that's a proper luck. You've got a commercial there. Thank and you. Facebook and the Twitter and the Insta. And the Twitter and, and the Facebook. Are you guys all Stonejets on there? Huh? Insta Grizzle, yes. We're like S-T-O-N-E-J-E-T-S. So, mm. at Stonejets on Insta. And then on the <laughs> punt, Twitter, punt, punt. we are on at Stonejets as well. One word. So you and then that's not how stoned. Cool. They don't even people say stoned jets. I'm yeah. like, why? Maybe then, your song. Where a bit did the name chill. come from? Hold on, we're, we're, that is a cool one. That's the I'm gonna let the man with a lot of hair say that. Yes. <laughs> Sponsored by Pantene. Thank you, Head and Shorts. <laughs> so we wanted a song, a, uh, a song. Sorry, <laughs> I'm still, still sleeping. Uh, we wanted a band name that meant something, but was also quite unique. And we were struggling to find a band name. Every time we found something nice. 
It was already taken somewhere in the world. Someone already used that name. And then one day we we just decided, okay, today we're going to get a band. I mean, we wanted something with meaning. So we broke it up in two words. The stone part of stone jets is to always keep us grounded, remind us where we come from. And then the jet part is to always fly away and follow our dreams and do whatever we want to achieve. Mm-hmm. So it's always a reminder where we come from and where we are going. I thought it was because a stone jet would really battle to fly and it was just like this ironic, beautiful thing. That, that, that too, that, though, that, hey? that too is true. It's all about interpretation, exactly. art, you know, yeah. what art is in the eye <coughs> of the, because the person listening to it. Sometimes we've got heavy emotions that we need to, to let free and it feels like throwing like a stone jet. Right. Yeah. Well, there we got that. That's the Stone Jets. And let me do it again. www.stonejets.co.za and find out where they are and where we can get your music all over everywhere. Yeah. In iTunes, Apple Music, Spotify, Deezer, everywhere. Yeah. I'm going to phone Burgers, you. Go watch I, them tonight. I'm going to phone you randomly and you know, go and see them with Josh, with, um, with, um, Josh James Morrison. Morrison. <laughs> Because he's just come up, Josh, uh, James Morrison's just come out with a song with Josh Stone. That's why it's on my head. Josh. Josh. Joshua Stone is someone completely. Guys, there's a lot of things going through my brain as you go through the show. Josh Stone. I'm watching a clock. Um, On that note, I've just got to just say, well done. Uh, I'm so proud. Uh, And I can't wait to see in Cape Town. We're going to be hooking up. I'm going to phone you randomly if I just want a song. It's fine. Something fun. It's fine. Now I know who to block. Yeah, and they're also very, they're also very expensive. I Just give it. him your price. He's, 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 he's good actually. I need, I may need a co- new co-host one day. Don't worry. No, so no, I'm the keeper you given. Uh, I thank everyone for coming into studio. Don't uh, miss the wonderful Sun Met happening on Saturday. Uh, it's happening uh, in Cape Town. Kenilworth, uh, that's the spot. Uh, the Abba show uh, is happening at uh, Empress Palace. Runs for the next couple of weeks, which is going to be brilliant. We've got the mouse trap that's just come up from Cape Town. Runs up until the third of March at uh, the Peter Drew Theatre. Uh, the Stone Jets are all over the country, all over the Cape, but they're performing with James Morrison. So catch them. And uh, with one minute left to go, because we're getting into trouble, uh, I think we need to all sing a song. So everybody stand. <laughs> the Abba National Anthem. The everybody anthem. come, grab a mic, lift a mic. Are we all, are we all ready for this one? Yeah. And uh, the I want to thank you for your time. I want to thank you for the space. And we all can sing. And I want to thank you for the music. Can we take it, everybody? Three, two, one, cue. So I say thank you for the music, the sounds I'm singing. Thanks for all the joy they're bringing. Who can live without it? I ask in all honesty. What would life be without a song or a dance, what are we? So I say thank you for the music, for giving it to me. This is The Unview, The Thin, The Rich and The Fabulous here on cliffcentral.com. Goodbye. This is cliffcentral.com.